Welcome to the Limitless Hairdresser Podcast, where we believe that you deserve to live the life of your dreams, and we are here to help you make that happen. The time is right now for us to break free of conditioned habits that are holding us back from living a life that is abundant and fulfilling. I'm bringing you all of my insight on meditation, mindfulness, and spiritual growth to help you expand your mind and live the dreams that you've always wanted. You'll also be hearing from top leaders in the beauty industry as well as in the health and wellness fields. These experts are going to be bringing you wisdom to integrate into the Limitless movement. I'm your host, Kelly Mason, and if you are as excited as I am, Plug in your headphones, tune out the outside world, and take this time to nourish your mind, your body, and your soul. Let's get to it. Hey, everybody. I hope you're liking this new intro. I'm playing around with some things to see what I liked, and I was just feeling like it was time for a fresh new change. So let me know if you like this. I'm kind of digging it, having a little bit of music. If you're driving in your car right now and kind of getting into a vibe before you hop into this episode. So I don't know. I'm kind of feeling it. Feels kind of good. Yeah. I wish I could just play music the whole time because that's kind of my life. Um, So I'm super excited because, A, this is episode 30 of the Limitless Hairdresser podcast. What in the world? How did that happen? So cool. And B, I have an amazing guest on today who I just have fallen so in love with. And I've been, I've known who she was for years and years. And just, wow, getting to know her on a different level is really, really something special. And I'm very excited for you to hear uh, what she has to say um, about some really interesting topics that aren't hair. So super exciting and inspiring. The Miss Confessions of a Hairstylist, Jenny Streeby. So this beautiful woman is so talented and just so bright and luminous. She's always trying to blaze a trail of positivity and get things done. Like she is a go getter. And I just was so inspired chatting with her and getting to know her on a more intimate level. And she's so intelligent and just has so many really great points of view. And I just really can't wait for you to hear how that channels through. But a little bit about her before we get started. She is a hairdresser. She also is a uh, YouTube and blog phenomenon. I mean, she kind of like started this whole thing and kind of paved paved the way a long time ago um, for like the social media influencer, I guess you could say. And uh, she has over 6 million views on YouTube. Holy cow. And a combined following of over 600,000 on all of her social media outlets. She's been in leading magazines um, and she's been named one of the top hair bloggers in America. Wow, not even just in the beauty industry, but in America. That's really cool. She also has three published books that are sold worldwide um, on how to do hair for, you know, regular people who aren't hairdressers, which I think is so cool. Like, what an innovative idea. And, you know, I'm like, 
people ask me, how do I do it? Do I even sleep? I'm like, does Jenny Streeby sleep? <laughs> she just does so many things with grace. And uh, you guys will see once you get to know her in this episode. She's just awesome and so down to earth. And she's really into yoga and crystals and all of the yummy stuff that I love that make me feel good. And she's going to talk to you a little bit about her new hair care line, Air Professional, that is crystal infused. So you can have all those feel good vibes right in your salon. So if you're ready to feel inspired and like you can truly be limitless, definitely check out this episode with Jenny Streeby. She'll give you all of those powerful vibes. Today's episode is brought to you by the Limitless Light e-manual, finding your superpower and owning it. Download the free Limitless Light manual today and uncover the unique gifts that will empower and propel you into your purpose. If you want to stand out from the beauty industry crowd without changing who you are, you have to go inward and find your secret sauce. And no worries, I'm here to help guide you along the way. So if you're ready to shine your light and own your superpower, download the free e-manual today by visiting LimitlessHairdresser.com backslash superpower. That's LimitlessHairdresser.com backslash superpower. Hello, Jenny, and welcome to Limitless Hairdresser Podcast. How are you doing today? I'm doing awesome. Thank you so much for having me. Amazing. I am so excited to hang out with you today and see what kind of magic we can finally create. <laughs> yes, <laughs> finally. Yes. Um, if you're listening to us chatting right now, yay, that means the universe let us have our moment. We had a few technical difficulties trying to go live together, record videos together, record audio <laughs> together. And now, finally, it's going to exist. Woohoo. Woohoo. So Jenny, why don't you introduce yourself to everyone and just kind of share what you've got going on. You've got so many things happening and so many exciting new things. So why don't you share with us, you know, who you are, what you've got going on? Uh, yeah, I'm like, I don't even know where to start. I do have a lot going on. Um, so Jenny Streeby, uh, also known as confessions of a hairstylist. Uh, I've been doing hair for 18 years and my latest passion project and hopefully kind of the end of all of my shenanigans is air professional. It's a uh, hair care line. Amazing. Why don't you tell them a little bit about air because it's so unique and new and different and so many exciting things that are a part of it. Yeah. So air, um, has been in the works for geez, almost three years and someone approached me about doing my own hair care and that was never, I'll just go ahead and say it. Like it was never a dream or goal of mine. I thought it wasn't, it wasn't going to be obtainable goal for me to do because it's very difficult to get into the manufacturing world. And, you know, I kind of, when someone approached me, I was like, yeah, yeah, maybe let me think about it. And then as the months went on, I realized, wow, like, you know, I work with tons of different manufacturers. My background is TG back in TG's like heydays, like 18 years ago. And, you know, I started realizing that a lot of these manufacturers are doing so much good, but I really loved kind of the old school mentality that TG had to offer about creating a community and a team and a culture that was unlike anything else. And so with air, you know, just with my 
normal kind of day-to-day activities of who I am and always wanting more and wanting more in our community, that's kind of where air was born. And what I mean by that is I, you know, I do yoga every day, almost sometimes twice a day. And it's been such a big part of my life because I am a high stress person. Like I'll just go ahead and say it. And I needed some balance in my life. And yoga was really, um, allowed me to have a little bit more balance and be self-aware and focus on kind of myself, uh, for a minute instead of, you know, uh, at the gym, hardcore cardio for 45 minutes. And, but I'm on my phone at the same time. So I don't know, yoga has been a big part of kind of I don't know, this new journey that I've been on and just kind of like having time for myself and really growing as a person, not just a hairstylist. So with air, I just wanted to create something that's a deeper connection and something that's more meaningful and has a little bit more purpose than just great hair. Like we all know there's several products out there. I mean, thousands of products out there that can create you know, beautiful hair, but I felt like no one was really tapping into that kind of well-being element. Mm -hmm. And I know how I am that I need that to function as a better wife, as a better mom, as a better hairstylist. So, you know, with air, we just want it to be more meaningful and have a deeper connection with hair care. And that's where we got the idea of infusing crystals into our products because whether people believe in crystals or not, and I know you do. I'm hanging um, on to some right now. (laughs) The fluorite right next to me. So I just feel like, um, you know, for me, I needed something, I don't know, that's more meaningful. And and whether you believe it or not, like the placebo effect, right? Like if you're going to have a crystal quartz in your pocket to make you feel better or more creative that day, like why not bring it into hair care as Mm -hmm. well? So it kind of, um, is my personal journey that I brought into hair care and I couldn't be more like proud to finally see it to in fruition right now. That's so beautiful and so amazing. And it seems like most things that are sustainable and really, come to life and reach a lot of people on a deeper level, you kind of have to bring that into your work. You have to bring the essence of who you are, your beingness into the things that we create and manifest in the real world. So I love it. I'm, I have mine right here, my hair and energy refresher, and I sprayed it at my class and everyone was taking pictures of it and they're like, what is that? (laughs) Oh, I love it. So I love it it definitely raised the vibration and made everybody kind of feel more connected, even just misting the rose water and quartz infused um, refresher into the space. And, you know, little things like that, I think are really, really like you have totally tapped in to what like I have been looking for and seeking as a hairdresser and as a salon owner, and even as an educator being around a lot of different people, like we're looking for that something that makes it feel healthier and cleaner and more connected and just a deeper meaning than, you know, the surface level. Mm-hmm. And there was so, there's been so much intention behind mm-hmm. all of that, even with the hair and energy refresher. I mean, the crystals that actually was infused into the water, like, I don't know if I told you this or not, and I haven't been overly open about it because I feel like I don't want to scare anyone away, but they the were people actually, are ready. 
Tell them. Yeah, know, right? <laughs> Hopefully, right? But they were brought into um, gong meditation with me on the blood supermoon. So January 22nd, I brought this gigantic bowl of crystals with me into gong meditation. And it wasn't looked at as weird. Like my instructor thought that was really amazing. And those crystals actually were the crystals that were, um, infused in the first round of the hair and energy refresher. And, um, yeah, so everything just has a lot of intention behind it. Like even with the uh, texture air, that's the newest product in the airline is, you know, I went to the factory and I watched every single bottle go down the line and I bless them going down the line. Mm -hmm. I manifest it. I kind of, you know, just really, um, meditated on like where I see air going. And I wanted, you know, that intention, like that pure intention with our products. That is amazing. And you can definitely feel it. Those things are so important. And I think everybody who's listening, if you're, especially if they're part of Limitless Hairdresser, has that like seekingness and, and att- intention of growing that more in, our, in their lives and in our lives is that really powerful like foundation and um, intention and everything that we do. So did that always come natural to you? Was that some, it, like being so present and in the moment and purposeful is that always something that you had or is that something that you had to start developing no I think it's been starting to kind of develop throughout like the last I don't know seven years of social media because like me I I love connecting and I felt like this disconnect in the community with social media I mean it's been like such a beautiful blessing but also you know I just felt like there needed to be more purpose behind products. And so, you know, like as I'm growing as a person, not just a hairstylist, I just feel like I'm kind of like tapping, tapping into that awareness. And yeah, it, that it didn't, it doesn't come natural for me, to be honest with you. It's something that I've really had to, um, grow into and aspire to be, but, um, yeah, I feel like these last couple years have been really amazing for me because I'm just, I'm aware, I'm way more aware than I have ever been mm-hmm. and um, just guiding my career with a lot of intention. Before you started doing that, what did you, what did you feel like? Because even before, you know, seven years ago, you've been on a very progressive, I guess we could call it that, like progressive career path for mm-hmm. a long time. I mean, I've, I've known who you were for a very long time. I remember like Periscope. Remember that? Oh my gosh. Periscope. Yeah, Periscope, cool. like pre Instagram and stories. And I remember you sitting at your, your kitchen table and I was logging on. I always loved to listen to what you had to say, what you're up to. And you're chatting about, you know, the different ways that your career had shifted from being like mostly behind the chair and to then having kids. And I remember asking you something about, cause I was so like, Oh my gosh, I want to be like that, like have the flexibility and be able to teach and, you know, not be so stuck in one place. And I think I asked you, um, like, do you work behind the chair anymore? Because I was so astounded that you could accomplish all of these things. And you're like, yeah, I do. And I'm like, wow, she can do everything. Oh man, but that didn't cut. Yeah, it's 
been a hard road though. I feel like now I'm more balanced than ever, you know, like with my work family life. But, um, you know, I feel like just again, over the last couple of years with this new project, like I found my purpose, like mm-hmm. I have my purpose. Like I, yes, I've been doing social media and creating videos in my app and I've had, you know, businesses that have failed throughout the last seven years too, you know, and I just, um, and published feel- books. Yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> no, how I did that to be honest with you. I remember like crying at a coffee shop at 11 o'clock at night. Like what the frick am I doing? I've never wanted to write a book. <laughs> I barely graduated from high school cause I was the artistic one. And, um, yeah, it was definitely challenging, but I did it, you know? So I don't know, like, I feel like there's been a lot of ups and downs and I don't know. Again, I, I feel like I, I have my purpose. Like I, it took me a little longer to realize, but I had to go through a lot of those challenges and those failed businesses to really one. I think it, I just really think it's setting me up for air, to be honest with you. Um, even maybe like past relationships, good and bad has just set, set me up for what's next in my career. So you've had some things fail like we all have right on the outside looking in it looks like oh my gosh look at all the things that they have going on it looks so easy you know people say that all the time it looks you make it look so easy then you don't see all of the the hardship and the struggle and the perseverance behind the scenes when you've kind of come up to some of these hard benchmarks where there was some resistance or maybe you're feeling like defeated how do you how do you get through that what is your, what is your process like to get to the other side and believe in like put the pieces back together? I mean, really, it sounds so cliche to say, but just like knowing that there's a purpose and a reason behind this failure, like there's a lesson learned. And, um, you know, I don't think anyone knows, but I actually had a jewelry line called heart yourself. And it was at the beginning of my social media because I was trying to figure out how I could monetize it and also do something more purposeful. So my mother-in-law is a jeweler. And so we came up with all these and it's the website is still active. Um, my mother-in-law has taken it over, but you know, every piece of jewelry means something else like a balance bar, like keep you more balanced and proceeds went to a woman's charity and it still does to this day. But you know, it, it didn't make sense for me anymore because why would jewelry make sense with hairstyles, you know? And so, you know, the end of the day, like I, you know, was able to raise like, I, I think like $6,000 to d- numerous charities and, uh, women charities, but you know, I didn't look at it like as a f- complete failure. I learned a lot. I brought business to my mother-in-law that has been in the business jewelry business forever. And I, made people feel good about themselves wearing their jewelry or whatnot. And I just take it like I learned a lot from it and it wasn't my, it wasn't my ultimate like career path. You know, it made sense for a second and I learned from it and, but it didn't make sense for me as a hairstylist. So, you know, I just, I learned a lot from it. It sounds so silly, but I think every single thing you do and people coming in in your life there's a purpose for it, good and bad. And I learned from it. And, um, now, you know, with air, I can bring what I learned into having the jewelry line into, um, air, what worked and what didn't work. That's really cool. I love that. I heart yourself. Is that what it's called? Yeah. Heart yourself. That's so cute. 
So you're like so driven. Oh my God, I did not know all these things that you have done. That's very cool. Yeah. Um, do you have like a, a mentor or somebody who guides you through all of this? Or are you just naturally driven or naturally motivated? What is that? What does that um, look like for you? I don't have like one person per se that has mentored me, but I feel like, um, I have a gigantic angel tattoo. And even though I'm not religious, I'll go ahead and say it. I'm very mm -hmm. spiritual. And the reason why I got the angel tattoo is because I feel like no matter where I'm at in my life, there has always been someone at that time to guide me in the necessary direction I needed to go. Mm -hmm. And, you know, throughout my whole career, there's been, you know, sometimes there's, you just need that one or one or two people to say like, Oh no, you got this. And they might not know how impactful that moment means to you. Um, but I feel like I've had a lot of those. And so angels definitely symbolize a lot to me because people kind of watching over me or guiding me, even if they do or don't know. But I mean, Gordon from Hairbrains, you know, he's gotten on the phone a number of times, uh, these last past two years to help me with air and just kind of like pick his, let me pick his brain free of charge. I'm um, Nina passion squared. She definitely has been helping me out, but I mean, really it's even my audience. Like, you know, it's what's crazy Kelly to me is I go out of my way and I tell people like what amazing like hairstyle that is or like outfit or whatever, because they might not know, but I need that same encouragement. So when people are like, wow, this is really amazing, like creative, like it sparks me probably, possibly even more than it potentially would to them. And I think that, you know, people big and small, just giving me encouragement has definitely helped. Yeah. I mean, that's what gets me going is like fans and audience and, and, you know, like there's this whole movement. I'm going to go ahead and say it. Like people are like, ah, people are too positive or whatever, like on line. But at the end of the day, like, I feel like I need to stay positive and have positive people around me because I can be very negative driven mm -hmm. and to snap out of that. I need, I have a daughter who's watching me that I have to wake up happy because it's going to set the tone for her day. And, um, so when people are like, you know, commenting or, or cheering for you, I need it just as much as they need it as well. Let's talk about that for a minute. Kids, mm, children, <laughs> do you feel like, because I have two kids too, and I think our kids are about the same age. I feel like they have become like my biggest teachers. Like, oh, 100%. all the time. Mm -hmm. And like a lot of the things that I talk about on Limitless and on my own page and in my mentoring is you know, we, we have all of the choice. We have all of the power to choose how we want to show up for the day, how we want to be perceived, how we want our career to go, what we want our life to look like. And having my kids around has made me so much more conscious and aware of that. Because if mommy's having a really bad day and they see that, like they, they comfort me and like, they love me unconditionally. And it's like, wow, we should do more of that <laughs> to everyone else. We have this running joke in our house that if Magnolia, my eight-year-old, if she 
wakes up like unhappy. The whole house is like unhappy because she can just really set the tone. And so, you know, in the morning I'm just like, Hey Magnolia, like, come on, let's get up girlfriend. Like I, I approach her in a very, not a yelling way, but kind of almost like a playful, like fun way because she can set the tone. And so watching her potentially set the tone, I can set the tone too. So if I wake up happy, I'm going to have a great day. And I tell them we're going to have a great day. Everyone's going to have a great day. You know, like it's, Mm -hmm. I don't know. And I think that, um, just with having them, I'm just more aware of my actions, you know, like they can feel things and they can see things and they definitely help me be a better person on and offline. You know, a lot of times when I put things out on social, I think about Magnolia and her friends are going to be watching this. Like, would she be proud? You know? So mm-hmm. I don't know. I mean, it's definitely an interesting thing, but if you have something to like live for like kids and you know, they're watching you, I think you're just more aware to be a better person. Yeah, absolutely. And it goes so like into our businesses. It's so reflective because whatever we put out there, we're going to attract more of. So if we're putting out positivity, we're going to get more positive people around us. We may get one or two haters or somebody saying like, "Ugh, I'm unfollowing you. You're too positive or whatever, you know, might happen. Somebody trying to confront you. And I look at those as lessons or, you know, a lesson of being able to say, that's okay that that person is allowed to have their opinion and moving on. Or, you know, if I start to react going, okay, well, why am I reacting? Am I feeling like I'm not being myself or like what, what's triggering that reaction? Mm-hmm. Well, I think like a big thing, and I forget who told me this, maybe it was Cassandra Platinum, but you're only allowing that hate if you react to it or if you like allow it in your life. But if you ignore it, like if I ever have any hate comments, I'll just delete it. Um, because it's like, you just pretend it didn't even happen because you can't react to it. It doesn't do any good. You're only allowing that energy in if you react or if you let it ruin your day. And I'm not perfect because sometimes it can ruin my day, but for the most part, you know, I just try to kind of put up that wall pretend it didn't happen. <laughs> I'd be like, bye. <laughs> totally. Oh, um, so do you have any things that you do day to day? Like you have a pretty full life right now with kids and with work and, you know, creating and, and progressing things. Do you have like a set routine or are you more like, mm, just going to kind of go with it day to day? I used to go day to day and I still do for the most part or kind of semi, but you know, I have my schedule. I do my yoga at 6am. I come home. The kids are just waking up for school. I get them off and ready to go. Um, I get all my work done. A big one for me is I really want to be present in my, my family's life. So I try to get all of the things I need to do throughout the day. So then when I pick up the kids, um, you know, we can cook dinner together and kind of like have our chill time. And then when they go to bed, I'm, I'm back to work. So, I mean, that's kind of what I've been doing, but you know, things happen, like I'll have some like night meetings or something like that. But for the most part, at least these last two years, I've been really trying to make a conscious effort of creating consistency. 
um, with my schedule and with their schedule too, because I grew up and my mom was always gone. I had a nanny. I had, you know, people around me that I didn't know a lot. And unfortunately me and my mother aren't close to this day. And so I'm really trying to create some stability and closeness with my, um, children. Mm. So how do you do that? Like, do you, time block. And I've heard a lot of people talking about like time blocking their time so that they can make sure that they get, you know, the important things in, or do you just kind of feel it out for the day? What is, what does your scheduling look like? I feel it out for the day. I'm awful. I mean, I, when I'm in the salon, like I know that I'm going to be there. Okay. 11 to six, you know, and then that's kind of like off time. I'm not checking my email periodically. I will, but, um, I, I'm bad. Like, I know like the first, the beginning part, I try to get done with all of my emails because I feel like I get kind of anxious if I know that I have like six emails waiting for me Mm -hmm. to respond. So I get through that stuff first and then the phone calls or then I'll go into the salon for content like 11 or 12. I'm an artist and I'm super ADD and I feel like very restricted when I'm like, okay, 10 to 11, I'm going to be doing this or that. Like I'm, I like kind of more creative flow to it. What about for like your meetings and stuff? Do you have someone help you schedule those or is that something you do on your own? I think a lot of people are always looking to, um, you know, looking at some hairdressers who are creating like bigger businesses aside from the salon and wondering like, how the heck do you do all this? Do you have people help you or are you like a one man show? I am a one woman show. I mean, ah, it's so crazy because my husband, so my husband lost his job three years ago. And then I was like, you know what? I need help. This is a perfect situation. So he was like helping me book classes and meetings and tours and et cetera, et cetera. And, um, now what's crazy is the shift with air is I'm so solely focused on air and air isn't, you know, we're not making profit right now. So the crazy thing about it, about seven months ago, he started working again. So now it's been this shift where he's the breadwinner and it's letting me focus on air and confession. So I now I'm kind of doing everything myself. I do have a very, very part-time assistant because it's really all that um, I can afford at for the time being while I'm going to the next phase in my career. But it's kind of crazy because he was helping me out tremendously. But now that it's shifted, it, it worked out beautifully. So I do uh, most of my things myself. I have an amazing business partner with air and she does a lot of, uh, the business meeting setups and that sort of thing. So, I mean, it's all balanced and it's bringing the right people in your life too, you know? Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. That's so impressive that you can do all that. <laughs> I'm over here like somebody help me. <laughs> but I also like how, like, I don't, it's crazy too, because you know, I would get so stressed out not having two things to post a day. And with all of this like self-awareness and how stressed I was getting maybe three years ago, like I, I can't have that sort of stress in my life to move on to the next phase of my career. So really, if I have a business meeting that's more important than a social media post, like that's just the way it is. And I'm okay with that. And 
you know, like I, I'm not growing as fast as I once did, but I'm okay with it because I'm growing to the next phase of my career. And I've just realized things are out of my control and that's totally okay. You know, like I don't stress about social. I would rather, I mean, obviously I need to continue to grow on social and put content out there, but it's not an overly, I'm looking at the big picture. It's not like as important as it was four years ago. Um, so I'm putting my time elsewhere and I, I'm not letting it stress me out as much as it once did because it consumed me. You're working hard at building your business and finding your voice. You think you're on the right track, then boom, you're in the daily Insta scrolls, see your fellow educators and artists doing all the things when suddenly your bubble bursts and you feel a hundred steps behind. Your judgy inner voice chimes in and wants you to feel small. You're so far behind. Look at all they're doing. You aren't doing enough or even worse. The judgy voice deflects onto others. Ugh. Who do they think they are? They're just doing that for attention. How in the world are you going to build your dream salon business, attract beauty industry brands you want to work with, and reach your personal goals when you're feeling like a super small version of you? Yikes. Even if we want to deny it and it sounds icky, I know this can pop up from time to time if we're not in our power because it has happened to me too and so many of our guests who we've had on. That's why I created this super simple manual to help you discover your personal superpower. I'll also show you how to use this power to attract what you really want, to become a magnet for gathering your tribe, and feel like the most empowered version of yourself so you can build a business and a life you love. Ready to step into your limitless light? Download the free e-manual at limitlesshairdresser.com backslash superpower. That's limitlesshairdresser.com backslash superpower. Just do it. You'll thank us later and put content out there, but it's not an overly, I'm looking at the big picture. It's not like as important as it was four years ago. Um, so I'm putting my time elsewhere and I, I'm not letting it stress me out as much as it once did because it consumed me. I was in a really awful, awful place three years ago. I think that happens to a lot of people. And I think a lot of people listening right now could, could relate to that because it's like a, you know, this little game that you have to play. And if you don't, if you aren't actively playing it 24 seven, you kind of feel like you're getting behind. Mm -hmm. I think that's really important. So yeah. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Like, what did that feel like? And how did you get to being like, screw it? It's, well, I it's mean, gonna be fine. <laughs> yeah. I mean, really just, I mean, I'm still getting job offers outside of air, of course, but I'm still doing all those things and I'm still growing. Um, I'm losing in numbers and I don't even check my numbers anymore. It became a situation where I was like obsessed with checking out my numbers and who was liking what and how fast I was growing. And at the end of the day, I'm still building my community. I'm still like, you know, I have friends. I still have job opportunities. So I just kind of stopped paying attention as much and knowing that again, like I, my bigger purpose is air. And with that too, like air, like I want to be able to support like the smaller salons that have no idea what they're doing in social or the studio suite owners that have no idea like that, because that to me is 
so important because so many people are scrambling trying to figure it all out. And so at air, we really want to like be able to support those guys. And we have a lot of tools that we're going to be coming out with that's going to help support them. But I mean, I don't, I don't know, like, what to really tell people, but you can't let it consume you. You need to know that like you are who you are and you're valuable regardless of your numbers or following. And what's more important is to build community, engage with your community and let, just let people know that like you're there, but you don't need to be in people's faces and people grow at different rates too. Like I've been doing hair for 18 years. It's taken me a very long time to fulfill my dreams. And what, how I look at it is because my biggest, my bigger purpose than growing overnight success is going to be with air because all those trials and errors that I have made throughout the 18 years is really conditioning me for air. So if someone is a little bit slower growth on social media, there's a bigger reason for it. There's a bigger purpose for it. They're not going to have overnight success. And because overnight success can also mean that you can be, um, uh, what's irrelevant the next day too, you know, but if you create a long lasting career, I think that is more important than booming with numbers tomorrow. And yeah. that's my personal opinion, but, um, absolutely. You know. Well, it's, it's kind of like, um, building a foundation, going, going slower, everything that's, that ever is really good in food or anything that's ever really good and sustainable in life. It's like, it goes low and slow, right? It's like, yeah, you got to stay focused and stay on the path and work through the hard things and not let them stop you and just keep on going. But it doesn't need to be tomorrow. And I think that that's a big thing that happens is people, you know, I've I've done it myself. I'm not even going to lie. You'll look at people um, who you look up to and be like, man, I don't know if I could ever do that. Or how do they get there? You start to feel this feeling of, uh, you know, unworthiness that you're not as good because you're not as far. And it's just not true. It's, it's so silly. It's like the silliest story that we've ever even <laughs> had. And it's always existed. I think that it's just changed a lot, especially because there's now such a, a mass connection all over the world because of the internet, really. But it used mm-hmm. to be like celebrities, you know, it's like, Oh, celebrities, like, oh, they're the unattainable people. They're the magical unicorns of the world because they have all of this attention. They have all of this money and they have all of this, blah, blah, blah. Um, And now it's more of like Instagram people are like YouTubers. It's so strange and so bizarre. But it's like you're, you know, it's no longer like the the actresses and the musicians. It's like the the people who um, are on social media, you know, and it's so funny because it's, it's a different world. And so we just see it more, it's more in your face. Mm -hmm. Um, but I, I really do think that if you get really clear on your intention, your purpose, like you were saying with air, like such a passion for you that it becomes less relevant, how much following. And it's more about are the people who are following, are they being impacted in the way that you want? Yeah. A hundred percent. So I guess to the people who are feeling that way, it's like, get clear on your why, right? Get clear on why 
you're posting what you are? Is it so that you can look at it every three seconds and see if more people liked it? Or is it to see if you can really spark some inspired conversation? Or is it to see if you can um, get clients in your chair? Like what is your purpose and what is your intention for doing it? A hundred percent. And I think, you know, I'm just throwing it out there. It's okay that if it switches in eight months too, you know, like Mm -hmm. so many people are like, Oh, I changed my mind. And that is okay. And people need to know they need to go through that process. Like whatever that process may look like for them. But if they have some kind of gut instinct or, um, intention, they go that direction. If, and if it changes in a year, that's okay too. But yeah, you're absolutely right. Like people need to know their whys. I know my why now it took me a second to realize, you know, like, and my purpose, I feel with social media, even back in the day, seven years ago, when I launched my blog was to educate and I'm an educator at heart. I love sharing. And you see that throughout the last seven years of, um, my career. So that was, that has been a big intention of mine is just to share. And really because, I've had people that have impacted me at a young age in the industry that have always shared and inspired with me. And I just always really looked up to that. So I just wanted to kind of bring that into my career as well and share and, and be that person that might help them get to the next level. Mm-hmm. And I think it's really important to also, you know, to share this at a level that, you know, people who have a voice and they do have a, an audience who's actively listening and looking up to you for guidance, that it's okay if the people you look up to's goals and dreams aren't yours. You know, oh, I feel like where people make the biggest mistake, mm-hmm. like they try to mimic like my career or your career, but really that's not what they're meant to do. They're trying, they're, they're meant to do something better or something different, you know, and that's okay. Yeah. We get so wrapped up in, well, they're doing that. And that's why that's successful because they're getting everything that they want. So maybe that's what I should do so I can get everything I want. Well, what do you really want? (laughs) And uh, I think that's why so many people, you know, the old, the old process was, go to beauty school, become a hairdresser, learn some stuff, don't like where you are, think you can do it better, you open your own salon, now you're a salon owner, that's not going very well, you're not making enough money, it's hard, why did I become a salon owner in the first place? Because everybody else, that's what the path was, (laughs) right? It was like, this is the path you go. Well, now we have more options, it's like, okay, well, you could be a YouTube educator, you could teach classes independently, you can work for a brand, you can write a blog, you can have a podcast, you know, you can open a salon, you can have a salon coaching business. I mean, there's freaking millions of options as a hairdresser. And you can make up your own option too. Exactly. I you to do that because that's how you're really going to stand out is if you Um, you know, you have a brilliant idea that no one has done or offered into our industry. That's how you're going to set yourself apart. And I feel like, you know, I was talking to one of my best friends the other day because she is this hairdresser and I am too, to a degree. And I definitely once was, but she has all these amazing ideas. And the problem is she wants it overnight and she gets so discouraged. If it doesn't happen in a week, she gives up. And if you just continue to go with that idea or that concept 
for at least six months, like you're going to see some sort of growth. And I think too many people give up or they don't believe in themselves, but they have to like, it's little wins, you know, you just keep on chipping away and it's the little wins. But, um, as hairdressers, we want things right away and we are, well, not all of us. I'm very ADD. So I want things to be kind of more immediate, but really realistically, nothing happens overnight. So you just got to slowly chip away at it. Oh my God. That couldn't even be more true. And Mm -hmm. I just have to say this because I think it's really important to say too, because a lot of people get hung up on like, um, the financial aspect well, it's going to be too expensive. I don't have the money. I can't do that. I can't invest in myself. I just did my taxes. (laughs) And I started, you know, I I worked for a brand. I had an education company with the business partner that that I then sold my half of the business um, in the end of, oh no, it was last year, the middle of last year, 2018. Started a new business so that I could teach independently ran around the whole country, tried to get salons to want to have my education, started a podcast, did all these things. I had the, for the first time in my career as a hairdresser of 12 years, I had my first year of having a loss. A big, a big one. It was a, you know, and (laughs) when I looked at it and she told me that I was like, because my accountant was like, we have good news. You're actually going to get money back this year. And I was like, wait, isn't that a bad thing? That means I didn't do well in my business. And she was like, but you know what? It's the first year. And that's just what happens sometimes. And I think that's so important for people to know. Like, I did not make any money last year because I too am self-funded. So I'm working behind the chair to fund my passion that what I hope will turn into my future and my, my legacy for my kids. And maybe they'll want to take it over. Who knows? But it takes commitment and you have to be willing to sacrifice and persevere through the things that feel like they could just set you back and you want to quit. But it's a, it's a, you have to lay the foundation and it takes a while. Yeah, it certainly does. You know, and, um, you know, something I want to share is that, you know, three years ago, I made the most money I have ever made. Like, I don't even want to say because now I'm like, it makes me want to throw up because I'm like, what did I do with this money? But, you know, now (laughs) what I did with it is I put the money away and then I invested in my educational app, Confessions of a Hairstylist. And then I made the money back and I had a lump sum and then I put it now into air. And now I'm back to square one. But the thing is, is I don't live like I, I've lived in the same house for 11 years. Like we bought our home, you know, we obviously, um, I still have, I still owe money on it or whatever, but I'm a, I can take risk because I'm living smart. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? Like I get the things my children need. Do I like nice purses and good shoes? Absolutely. But do I go on a shopping spree every chance I get? Absolutely not. Because I'm trying to be super smart with my money and roll it back into the next phase of my career. And I feel like, you know, as a young hairstylist, like I got into a bunch of debt. Like it was it was awful. Like 26 years old, I owed so much money and I'm like, what the heck am, am I doing with my life? Well, 
I got out of debt and because of that situation of getting myself so far behind, now I'm quite frugal with my money. But again, like going back to like how I felt like I was, I needed to go through that process for this, this phase in my career, right? This second, I needed to go through that because now I'm super smart with money. I'm frugal. I buy my nice things, but I also am very smart with it. And I think, you know, young hairdressers listening to this or older hairdressers, you know, that you just have to prioritize prioritize like what you want to do with your goals and be smart about things and think long-term and not just blow a big paycheck. And if you want to create something cool or different or whatever, like maybe take a step back from shopping this weekend and rolling it in or having that like a little bit of cushion, you know, for like you, for example, you know, having that loss, like, you know, maybe that will you'll be not saying that you weren't smart last year, but like maybe you'll have hold on to that money a little bit for that, for a cushion, you know? Yeah. You know, the universe always provides for us whenever we're open and willing to accept abundance. And the beginning of this year, I wrote in my journal for the turn of the year. I, this year I wanted to really solidify that I'm attracting abundance because in the past I felt like I was cutting myself off from receiving that by, Um, just doing things frivolously without intention. And um, I asked for that this year because I knew that last year I had to do whatever I could to just get myself out there. Mm -hmm. And I knew that's what I had to do because when you want something and you want it really bad, you can't sit back and wait for somebody to give it to you. Nope. You just can't. And um, so it was a sacrifice I was willing to make to work harder. I had, you know, I set myself up for success by, you know, at the salon, raising my prices 30 to 35% so I could work two days instead of three so that I could spend extra time with my family and be able to sit here and record a podcast in the middle of a Tuesday instead of feeling like I'm having to be at the salon hustling to get one more person in. Mm -hmm. Um, So I just really got strategic about okay, well, what do I need to keep this going? How much time do I need to have? And what kind of goals am I going to set for myself to be in a space where the abundance is going to be able to come in? And it it really did take some sacrifice. Mm-hmm. It did. Yeah. It, it took some sacrifice to, to get there. But if you have the um, the intention and the commitment to it, it will always work out for you. Absolutely. And I just want to like share too that, you know, rewind seven years ago when I launched Confessions of a Hairstylist and my YouTube, a lot of people don't realize like I was, I paid like $200 a video for a professional videographer. So I was in the hole for a very long time before it actually started making money for me. And I, when I say a hole, it took like a year and a half to two years to actually make money from videos and it's not that much, but my intention again was to come off as a professional educator and sell out my classes. And Mm -hmm. that, you know, fast forward to when I had that really amazing, uh, couple years, I, I had paid my dues with, 
you know, paying all that money for a professional videographer and creating my brand and it had paid off. And I looked at the big picture and my intention. So I don't know it, like, I don't think a lot of people, I think people get discouraged of the amount of work and potential money or sacrifices that you have to do, but it definitely will pay off. Yeah. It's like a necessary element to the bigger picture. Mm-hmm. Yep. 100%. And it's scary to risk it. It's scary to be like, well, I've got two kids and a husband and I've got a mortgage and I've got all these things. I've got a, I've got an adult, mm-hmm. <laughs> but you know, you look at it, take a step back and look at it and go, okay, well, in what areas are like non-negotiables? You know, for me, it's like, I want to be able to be here with my kids. I want to see them and be a part of their lives and not be so busy and so wrapped up, up in a hustle that I miss out on their childhood, mm-hmm. you know? So that's a yep. big, big, big part. So yeah, there are little sacrifices I've made, um, even for this year, cause my son's still in preschool. He's home a lot. And I'm like, okay, well next in the fall, they're both going to be in school all day. I'll be able to get all of my work done during the day. But right now it's been like sometimes 2 a.m. editing podcasts, waking up at 5 a.m. so that I can get something done before they wake up. You know, there's just things you have to do either financially, emotionally, sacrifice yourself to make it happen. Um, But that's still like on the other end of the spectrum doesn't mean you need to stop taking care of yourself. (laughs) It sounds like, I think that's why everybody gets so caught up in like, well, how do you have work-life balance? It's because you have to make shifts and sacrifices to make it happen. You know? Yep. You got 10 minutes to do a meditation? Take the 10 minutes. You know, you don't have 10 minutes? Take five. You don't have Mm -hmm. the money to get a massage every month? You know, get a back roller. I don't know. Do something. Make it work. (laughs) Hire your husband. Hire your husband. Do something. Yeah. Uh, no, you're a hundred percent right. Yeah, a hundred percent right. Um. So, what things do you think we can do collectively, like hairdressers, beauty industry, to keep progressing the industry? Um. It's changed so much over like the last ten years. What do you think the next ten years are going to look like? What do you think that we need to do to keep the ball rolling? Man, I have no idea. I wish <laughs> I did. I mean, really, I think, you know, people need to individual individuality. Jeez, I can't even talk today. Um, is important. I think that, you know, people need to continue to look at hair as a art and have their own voice than mimic others. Um, I think that's and it's okay to be inspired by a style that I did or so-and-so did or a color so-and-so did. But I think really what's going to help evolve the industry is they take something that might have inspired them and put their own stamp on it, you know, twist it and, and evolve the technique or whatnot. And I think community is super important. Um, you know, just all support one another. I don't know where it's going. I mean, for me with air, I know for us, my very small team, which consists of mostly female, one gentleman, I will say, um, and we're all hairdressers except for the the male figure in our in our group. Um, you know, we're trying to create community. We're trying to com- uh, create support. Um, and that well-being element to things that I think a lot of manufacturers are lacking 
because they're just looking at numbers and they're looking at, uh, you know, products and innovation where, you know, I kind of want to get back to the old school mentality of like creating a culture and, Mm -hmm. um, that isn't just going to consist of influencers, which it will have influencers because a lot of the guys are my friends, but I want everyone to feel welcome. And I don't know, I hope to see more of that in our industry, to be honest with you, because there's enough clients out there for everybody. There's enough hair care out there for everybody, but it's just kind of like what hairdresser resonates to Sally down the street or what hair care resonates to you. You know, I don't know. Um, but I have no idea where it's going. I know where I'm going and where air is going. And I hope that people join our journey, but, um, yeah, I don't know. I would like to see more community driven things and, and Mm -hmm. evolving people having more of their own voice than mimicking others. Absolutely. All right. You ready for your 20 questions? Um, quick fire round. I'm like really bad at these, by the way. I want to insert like a, um, (laughs) like a little sound thing, like, Yeah, totally. like the fire on the Instagram uh, story app, you know, it's like, Wah. oh, yeah, mm-hmm. totally. One of those, something like that. <laughs> okay, you ready? Yep, let's do it, girl. Favorite bands right now? Ooh, Odessa. Um, what are you reading right now? Oh, girl, I don't have time to read. Like contracts. <laughs> <laughs> what does your ideal day off look like? Oh, doing nothing, laying around the the house watching Harry Potter with my kids. (gasps) That's what we're doing right now. Really? Magnolia just started reading Harry Potter. And I'm like so excited because I'm like, it gives us a reason to like watch all of them. We just watched The Order of the Phoenix last night. Oh, cool. So we're on five. My son is four and he's so into it. He likes Harry Potter is his hero. Oh, I love it. So cool. (laughs) Um, Favorite podcasts. Do you listen to podcasts? I do not. Actually, oh, How We Built This or How Mm -hmm. I Built This. Have you heard of that one? Yeah. There's a lot of interesting stuff on there. Yes. I'm really into this guy named Shaman Durek right now. You should check him out. Cammy, who does our social media (laughs) communications, she told me about him. And while we were on our last trip, we both got real deep into Shaman Durek. <laughs> oh um, how long have you been a hairdresser? Oh my gosh, 18 years, almost two decades, girlfriend. Wow. I know. In Ugh. one word, how would you describe the hair industry? Ooh, uh, like right the second, I just think of evolving. Mm-hmm. I don't know. What is your favorite color? Mint green. What's your favorite treasure? What's something you always keep with you? I have a world, uh, a globe necklace that my husband got me when I traveled to Europe uh, 12, 13 years ago. And everywhere I went, he put a little little diamond on each country. That's so cute. Yeah. Um, Favorite aroma? Ooh, favorite aroma. I don't know. Um, my coffee in the morning. (laughs) That's a good one. Favorite service to facilitate behind the chair. Service haircutting. Mm. Favorite food. 
Ooh, chips and salsa. Most used mantra. What's something you tell yourself all the time to get past the stuck parts of your life? Everything happens for a reason. Favorite word? Um, ooh. I don't know, but I say literally a lot. It's not my favorite, <laughs> but I, I overuse that word. That's fun. I, I've done that too. My husband's like, literally or literally? I'm like, yeah, I don't. Up. Maybe it's just like a trend, but I say it way too much. It's like the new um, literally. <laughs> what fascinates you? Um, different cultures. What do you want to see change in the hair industry? What do I want to see change? I don't know. Um, looking at hair more as art than likes. Mm. What is your message to your peers? Never give up. You can do anything you want to. It sounds so cliche, but you have already what you need in, inside of you. You just have to tap into it. Favorite quote? Ooh, I don't know. Um, ooh, it's an Albert Einstein one. I wish I could Google it really quick. But it's, uh, let's see, imagination is more important than intelligence. Something in that uh, genre. Mm. Who is the most influential person in your career right now? Mm, I would say my business partner, Devin Graciano. Who has been your most impactful mentor? Mm, dang, I don't know. <laughs> it crickets. I don't know, like... Gordon Miller, Effie Davis, <laughs> um, my mother-in-law, you know, these are people that push me every day. If you could go on vacation anywhere in the world, where would you go? Mm, probably back to Thailand. <gasps> That's my favorite. Oh, it's so good, isn't it? Yep. So Where's your favorite place in Thailand? I don't know. I feel like I don't have a, uh, favorite but we did the islands like Koh Phangan, Chiang Mai, Chiang Rai. We did like an elephant trek into I don't even know what jungle but it was like an eight mile trek. I think it was up in Chiang Mai area but that was pretty amazing but I like the beach better. Koh Phi Island for the beach was my fave. Oh, I never made it there. Oh my god if you go back you got to go to Koh Phi Island stay on Long Beach in um there's these villas at the very end of the beach it's incredible. Um, and Chiang Mai was my other favorite place going to all of the, all of the, um, the really spiritual grounds and, you know, there's all these places that are outside and lighting candles and, uh, loved it. So thing. cool. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, thank you for joining us today, Jenny. This was amazing. So much for having me. I think I rambled a bit here and there. Um, yeah, but thank you so much for doing this and inspiring the community. And I appreciate it. Yeah, it was amazing. Yay. All I right. And we will put all of the links so you can find Air Professional. Try it out. Bring it into your salon. Feel the good vibes. 
and um, check out Jenny on Confessions of a Hairstylist and all of the amazing things she has to offer. So thank you all for listening and we'll talk to you next time.